how do you build an MVP when you don't have a technical partner to yeah. help you build it? So I think uh, probably we could definitely, anybody who has an idea probably could use some help maybe pairing with that technical founder to bring an MVP to life. Yeah. And that was one thing we were kind of fortunate with when uh, me, Ryan, Britt, and Chung started DataRank uh, a few years ago now was we actually built a prototype. So when we walked into whether it be a customer we're going to demo to or investors, we had a full usable uh, demo that could it could demonstrate everything we could do and uh, we could easily show them how this is going to grow into what we want to do in you know, a sure. year's time. So I, I'm at the stage where I've got a working MVP for our real agent guard product. Um, we've got customers, uh, it, you know, it can support 20, 30,000, you know, uh, users on mm -hmm. it right now, which uh, is a great place to start. Um, I'm, I'm curious uh, how you handled the, and how painful was it to go from an MVP product to a far more scalable, was that a pretty painful process? Uh, I think it was and always is a painful process. Uh, scaling and uh, to put it in perspective, this is something I, I always like to joke around with with other tech people. Um, you know, we're a, so, a social data search engine at our core, uh, and now we're levying technologies like MapReduce, the Hadoop framework, uh, Storm, uh, Elasticsearch across Hadoop, and some pretty interesting technologies that I think are, are much more horizontally scaling. Okay. But when it first started out, uh, I didn't know these technologies. You know, I've worked for a year and a half at Lockheed Martin. Uh, not doing anything like this, uh, that I didn't really have the professional experience, uh, so it was a lot of it kind of learning as I, a lot of it was learning as I go. Uh -huh. And when we first started, uh, it was actually just a PHP array in memory of like a hundred or a thousand so comments that I thought would be interesting for the demo. Literally hard coded them in PHP because we didn't wow. because we didn't know what we were we didn't know and, and that was I know about databases I wasn't you know that far off okay, but okay. it was it was kind of a more of a we didn't know if anybody's going to be interested in this, so we didn't want to invest a lot of effort into building our MVP. Sure. So I started off that, and then we went to, or to you know, SQL for our data store, but we kind of outgrew that. And it was like, what do we do with all this data? And, and learning about Hadoop, getting it all migrated to that was uh, painful, I would sure. say. Uh, and lots of other technologies are probably outside the scope of this conversation. But. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, we we found the uh, AWS Amazon mm -hmm. Web Services to be huge for dropping an instance or, or mm -hmm. putting a, a concept out there very very inexpensively, mm -hmm. maybe forty fifty bucks a month to stand up something pretty robust for MVP purposes. And if you don't like it, you can't find a market for it. It's not there. Just dial it up and, and it goes away. And so we we love the AWS stuff. Um, I don't know, are you guys using AWS at all? Uh, we don't, we were actually using uh, Rackspace for a while okay. and they, they did an amazing job, amazing service. Uh, but we eventually ended up moving to a co-location uh, facility because we have a lot of data that we cold store. Okay. Uh, excuse me, all the social data that we collect. And uh, so we store that actually with Windstream. Yeah. And we have our own set of servers down there. Okay. So Little Rock Branch yes. down there? Okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah, we have a server down there as well, and it's it's always done a great job, very flexible. But, but we are looking to AWS for uh, mainly their spot instances for mm -hmm. our crawling framework. Okay. Just instead of trying to scale those out on bare metal, uh, uh, something like an AWS 
uh, a spot instance will be nice. Go fire up a hundred crawlers, fire up a thousand, fire up ten. Wow. Or we have everything crawled, you know, shut them all down for that sure, matter. Sure, sure. And then you're not paying for anything. At that so that point. kind of elastic yeah. framework makes a lot of sense in that context. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, my background's a lamp stack guy. Mm -hmm. So pure um, top to bottom, did everything. Uh, a lot of WordPress, mm -hmm. uh, some Laravel, uh, nice. some Ruby stuff. And then started doing uh, hybrid apps. Mm -hmm. So I would write everything HTML, JavaScript, mm -hmm. and um, MVP with the, the, the Cordova-based mm -hmm. um, uh, hybrid apps. And that, for those that don't know about it, like lets them very quickly uh, use HTML to write some kind of cool app idea, and then it'll push down iOS, Android, Windows, a bunch of other different kinds. And so it's great for MVP stuff. It's mm -hmm. not that great for full production right. product stuff. So. Uh, that was how we in-house would stand up MVP things. And that kind of goes to your point about needing a techie to actually stand a lot of the, I, I can't think of too many startups that don't need a techie involved in some way, even if it's just helping with the website, helping with off-the-shelf software selection, something, there, it's, it just helps so much to have a CIO around mm -hmm. just to help with stuff. So. Um, it seems like Arkansas is starting to build communities of places that entrepreneurs could go to find folks who would be willing to jump on board for maybe equity and help them a couple hours a week, take their idea to life. and Yeah, I think so. And I, I think also conversely, uh, you know, when I look at my tech friends who are where it's programming on random projects that we think are fun for, you know, the puzzle value, it's a math problem yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, similarly, these people would probably also have great benefit from being introduced to you know, a business counterpart. And so it's not just the business people needing to look for tech people. I know a lot of tech people who have amazing ideas who are, they, they don't maybe have the social chops or experience in the business world. It's just like two missing pieces sure. of the puzzle or the same puzzle to And so. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The, 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 <laughs> there's that both that I've got this idea, but I don't know how to bring it to market. Mm -hmm. I know how to bring it to market, but I can't build the idea. Absolutely. There's that, those two pieces seem to me missing. And both of my uh, recent successful startups, I have a co-founder, mm -hmm. and we have completely different skill sets. And I couldn't couldn't have done what we've done without the other person there. Because mm -hmm. the other part of that too is sometimes you just get burnt out. Absolutely. <laughs> Completely worn out. Sometimes you're up to like six in the morning working on something, like for you today, and um, you just need that other person there to be like, we, we've got this going. We're we're doing great. We just got to keep driving on and you having that team. Take that ball when you when you're about to drop the ball. You need yeah. somebody else to take it and run the extra, the extra fifty yards. And I very much feel like that's a lot about what our team is. Yeah. Uh, I really love that Ryan takes care of all the a lot of the business transactions, the day-to-day -day sales, and and standing up that. I get to focus on my silo. He focuses on his silo. We communicate a lot. That sure. way, we make sure that our silos build up together, uh, and are not you know, doing something like this yeah. and straying apart. But uh, and I feel like that with everybody on the team, even on the dev team. Uh, we all have compartments of, that we work on and specialize in, and uh, those teams, for the most part, are very autonomous. And uh, I feel like a lot of the companies that way, and that allowing people to be autonomous and grow uh, and specialize and own their role sure. does a lot. And our whole team's built like that. So you've been with Data Ranks since day one. Yes. Okay. And. What was it like to take it as a very small team? How was it like trusting other people to hand off, you know, scaling teams 
And now you go from being kind of intimately involved in everything to I've got a siloed fu functional role to handle. Trust. Yeah. A lot of trust. Uh, and I try not to be so siloed. I try not to be in a silo that doesn't have windows. You know, sure. I like to know what's going on everywhere and I'm constantly talking to everybody. Uh, we have a pretty open doors policy, so our client services, sales team, everybody really freely walks in, talks to dev, uh, asks us what we're doing. They try to understand stuff. Even people who don't program are jumping into like Python or R Good, or Ruby. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's, so it's, it's pretty interesting and we, we have a, a lot of cross flow of information. And I think that transparency, which is something that, you know, we've worked on because we've seen at times when we weren't transparent where that affected growth, sentiment, things like that. So we're like, we need to be transparent. Sure. Uh, so transparency helps build trust uh, is a big thing uh, that I think we discovered. Uh, and if you have that trust, you don't have a problem. And if you see a problem, you fix it. You know, you, sure. whether that be you know, mentoring or, well, I mean, I think mentoring pretty much fixes almost anything. So mm. if you see a problem, you mentor through it. And then you talk about it with everybody, so everybody knows what that is, why that problem happened, and how to prevent it going from uh, or from happening again. Sure. And I think that's what we try to build, and that pushes, uh, yeah, uh, pushes things forward. I guess. Sure. Uh, we're, well, we're looking forward to going through into that phase mm -hmm. as well, and so I'm I'm asking for my own my own sake as we start to scale this from MVP to mm -hmm. to um, a, a mature product. And I know we have a ton of work to do. Mm -hmm. uh, most of ours are already on AWS, so we can scale them pretty easily. But you know, we've got a lot of security and things like that we want to start implementing and improving, uh, so we don't have, you know, enumerated user names and things that people can start going mm -hmm. through and hacking. So, so we're cleaning all that up over the next couple of months. But um, what was the other piece I was going to ask you about? Um, oh, we were talking earlier about the um, investment community. So you're currently in a, um, a Series B round or A round? Uh, we have actually haven't even uh, raised a Series A yet. Okay. So we're still in our uh, kind of initial initial seed rounding. Okay. And uh, we extended that uh, after we came back from Y Combinator. Okay. So, uh, and I guess by this year we'll find out how we wanted what we want to do. Do we want to keep bootstrapping the company because we've kind of uh, for a company of our style and uh, our, our particular market we've raised very little money okay uh, where we have can you speak to what that how much you have raised uh, yes uh, 1.4 million dollars total okay. oh wow uh, that's not very much really at all yeah yeah for the for the just in terms of the expenses of the infrastructure engineering team and then just scaling that out definitely not too bad but you know that has its costs with a uh, a lower investment round it means you grow a little faster or a little slower yeah so we're, we're always trying to balance that game sure sure yeah because on one hand you want to maintain ownership so we can keep our you know creative uh process you know as the core of the company and just a lot of our ideas you know of course everybody you know we want to keep control of the company sure yeah so uh, it's a definitely a big balancing game of that and as to series a you know we'll find out in a year okay. we're, we're doing we're doing pretty good though i'm definitely really proud of the team uh, we've pushed growth up, you know, month over month continuously. Yeah. So. So you've done multiple seed rounds, or? Uh, yes, we okay. we had an initial uh, 150k seed round, and that was just kind of to help us survive the MVP stage. Sure. You, you're actually the um, probably the top person that everybody says, "Have you met? Have you met him yet? Have you met Kenny yet?" <laughs> I haven't. So I'm glad we finally got to meet and. 
talk tech and oh that's uh flattering to hear i'm surprised <laughs> it's not like ryan or somebody else on the team yeah maybe it's the developer <laughs> background or something we have so uh but yeah I'm glad we got to meet interesting that it's in this context to me so yeah definitely uh hang out sometime uh let you know we should get get in sync on any of the you know upcoming tech events yeah yeah uh, hackathons whatever yeah uh, i probably need to get back into the community of and make some of these events happen myself. You're, you're telling me to drag you out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.